0: Everybody, welcome to welcome to the Lamb Podcast. This is your first host, Eric Barnett, along with your boy
1: Carlos Leboy, and uh, to my right, we have a uh, long-lost member. It's just Joey.
0: Just Joey, welcome to the club, man. <laughs> All right. So, for anybody who joined us last time, you'll remember that the Welcome to the Lamb Podcast is a podcast to essentially promote the city of Cleveland, and we do this by dividing it up into four segments. Something old, something new, something borrowed, and something brewed. Uh, New guy, just Joey, do you want to sort of break down what these four segments are for the people?
2: I don't know. Um, You you toss to the new guy. I really can't remember. So uh, either of you want to handle
0: that? uh, Yeah, welcome to the show. It's good to have you. Uh, How about your (laughs) boy, Carlos Laboy? Why don't you break it down for everybody, please?
1: I don't remember (laughs) either,
0: Man, Yeah. (laughs) Welcome to literally the world's worst podcast about the city of Cleveland. Uh, all right, fine. You know, something old is something that we did in the past two weeks. Something new is something that we're going to do in the next two weeks. Something borrowed is like a wild card, usually community related. And something brewed is something delicious to drink on from a local brewery. Yeah, so that's it. Something old. All right, so uh, welcome to something old. Um, I guess it sort of falls on me this week in terms of something old. I was actually really excited because this past week, uh, I actually got to go see Hamilton down at Playhouse Square. And um, I'm going to say it was phenomenal.
2: Really? That's all you thought about?
0: Well, no. Obviously, it was a lot more than that. But I will actually give you a lot of credit because before <laughs> going into this show, I was literally going to go into this thing absolutely cold turkey. Like I had not listened to the soundtrack at all. I had not done any research whatsoever. I just wanted like a pure, clean Hamilton experience. And um, I actually have to give you credit for this Just Joey. I didn't, um, it's basically on your recommendation, you said to listen to the soundtrack first. Like why, you want to tell me why you said that?
2: Yeah, so I went with my wife and uh, I had been told um, by several people, hey, get involved, listen to it, um, make sure you understand the story. And I'm, I'm, I'm pretty, um, I'm pretty well versed in history, but I didn't listen to it at all. And, uh, because why listen to people who would give you good advice? Anyway, I went in and, uh, (laughs) though, like the music was great. Everything was fantastic. It was kind of hard to follow the the lyrics. They go really fast sometimes, so you end up missing a lot of it. And my wife, who does not know a lot about history, was leaning over every five to ten seconds. What's going on? <laughs> uh, they're, they're trying to pass the Constitution. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's about right. No, it was... um. I guess what I didn't expect, too, because when you told me, like, I finally, like, broke down and I listened to it because you said it was so fast and so hard to follow, and what I didn't even realize, for anyone who hasn't gone to see it yet, like, there is not a piece of dialogue in this. Like, it is a rap and singing from start to finish, and there's not a moment's pause where they sort of explain what's going on. It's, it's a musical? It's a, Well, most musicals have dialogue in them, Joey. I don't know if you do that very often. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, so... <laughs> I I was just amazed by how musical it actually was. But, I mean, it was absolutely phenomenal in terms of the music, and it was gorgeous. And you're just— You
2: were amazed by how musical the musical was?
0: (sighs) Welcome to the show. (laughs) Just Joey, everybody. Just just Joey. Joey. No. um, Yes, I was amazed at how musical the musical was. As crazy as that was, I was amazed at how musical it was. But So I listened to it all the way through. Um, And what was nice, too, is I actually had a recommendation from a friend at work, this guy Will that I work with, and he recommended that I listen to Alexander Hamilton's Guide to Life. And so it's this book that was written after the show as sort of like a companion to it. So up into the week going to the show, I listened to the entire soundtrack, and I listened to Alexander Hamilton's Guide to Life. And I will say that I immensely enjoyed every moment of this show because of that. And you were talking about how fast it went, and because of the research that I had done before and listening to it, I was able to pick up on all the small nuances that you might not know about otherwise. So, you know, the cool thing is you can follow the general story from start to finish really, really great. But if you want to enjoy every aspect of this show, like do your research ahead of time.
2: I've been kicking myself because I've been listening to the soundtrack Nonstop to the point of where my wife is really, really agitated. Oh, I haven't heard that song in eight minutes. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it, I'm Alexander a song.
0: Hamilton. Yeah, they call me a Alexander song a day, Hamilton. And it's just
2: over and over, I was like, "Wow, this would have been really awesome if I saw this live." Mm. <sighs> so yeah. yeah. It's back on the bucket list. Yeah.
0: Well, there you go. See, and I'm my I end too. Like, I also heard about all the questions that your wife was asking you. So I preemptively answered all of Georgina's questions during the show. I'd be like, that's his, that's, he dates the sister and the older sister. It's really weird. And yeah, that is actually a true statement. So, um, yeah, so that's something new. Uh, I would say, what, out of 10? I would give it a 10 out of 10. Nice. However, do your research first. Ten out of ten with the research; otherwise, seven or eight.
2: I told people it wasn't worth the price when I saw it, right after I saw it, and then I listened to it again. And so I, it's it's a nine and a half or a ten. It's it's
1: my top top two.
0: Beautiful. So there you go. Something old.
1: Something new. So this is something new, uh, Joey. I understand that you have. Something going on here in the community soon, or you have some information to share with us?
2: So, we, we talked in the last segment about how uh, we, we went to uh, see Hamilton. I went with my wife. Um, so, we end up doing a lot of theatery stuff in, in Cleveland, and we're going to be attending an event on September 8th, um, f- put on by uh, Cleveland Public Theater called uh, La- <clears throat> excuse me, Pandemonium. And this is an event that they do. This
0: a- is Pandemonium! Sorry. That's all I can think. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Kind of, but no, not really. Not at all. There's no wrestling involved at all. Um, there's
2: stuff that's, I guess, close to wrestling because well, I'll, I'll explain here in a second. Uh, they have a different theme every year. Uh, this year's theme is Labyrinth of Desire, and it's their their major fundraiser for the uh, for the year. So they use this for. A lot of their programming, which includes a lot of educational programming. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So. Wait, um, who
0: is this again? Just to make sure I don't
2: Right. So this is Cleveland Public Theater okay. uh, on Detroit Road in uh, the Detroit Shoreway area. Right. Um, right. right by 65th. And um, so on that night, everyone comes to Cleveland Public Theater and they have like, I don't know, uh, somewhere between six and, and 15 different stages set up. And there is just... You call it pandemonium? That's crazy. I mean,
0: that's not a huge space, though. It's not even like a gigantic theater.
2: So so if you look at the parking lot, if you've you've seen Cleveland Public Theater, there's like another house area, Mm -hmm. and there's like two separate areas They utilize that. There's outdoor stuff. There's indoor stuff. There is uh, space that's like very small room, and there's space that's like the open auditorium, and it is just all over, and when you said this is pandemonium, you're thinking of like, uh, you know, WWE, WWE. pandemonium. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) but there's just, there's a lot going on. So there's anything that you can think of with art. So dance, uh, cabaret, there's aerialist, acrobatics, short plays, uh, longer segments, art being done, there's drag, really, um, you can think of it artsy, it's going on. And, That's awesome. Yeah. Wait, how long does it go? Like, is it one day, multiple days? It is It is a Saturday night, and it is from 7 to midnight. So all this is being fit in in, like, five hours, and you have to pick and choose what you want to see. Some of the stuff doubles up, um, but uh, you're going back and forth from, from different places, and there's just a lot going on. Um, another bonus is they get a ton of food donated from a, a, a lot of amazing restaurants in the area. I was very very full uh, on the way out so they have your ticket price includes all the entertainment it includes all the drink and they had uh, Great Lakes they had wine they had cocktails and just a smorgasbord of food we're not talking heavy apps we're talking um,
1: okay stuff from all over the Cleveland area do they do do any uh, like raffles anything like that included during that time or is it specifically uh, like the different groups going on at the same time, how how's that? Loaded? You know,
2: that's a great question. One that I, I, I necessarily can't answer. If you look at cptonline.org, you might be able to to see that though. That's that's where I check up on that or contact the the Cleveland Public Theater. I imagine they do something like that. It's just not something that I saw. There wasn't like a um, a live auction or a reverse yeah. raffle or whatever. Okay. The ticket price is what's raising their money because the ticket is one hundred sixty five dollars a piece. Ooh. However. It, $95 of that is tax deductible. Um, the, okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know how that breaks down. I'm not I'm not necessarily a tax attorney or a tax expert. Oh, you're not a
0: tax attorney? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just Joey from education. Tax attorney at night. <laughs>
1: that, sounds, that sounds like a good Saturday night, though.
0: I. You know, I actually live in the area. I feel like I should know about this, and I'm sincerely intrigued to go to this event.
2: I didn't know about it until I had a meeting about one of the educational programs that they – uh, they put on um, Brick City, which is uh, a program that they work with uh, the Cleveland uh, Municipal Housing Authority, yeah. and they service kids from ages 5 to 14, and it's an all-year after-school program. They, okay. Yeah. They, and it's, it's they, they learn how to do artsy stuff, um, all sorts of, of plays and acts and stuff like that, and it is free to these kids, and it is so awesome. So we were trying to partner last year with my, uh, the school that I work at. And I met some of the people from uh, CPT, and the uh, gentleman just invited me. Said, "Hey, come on!" So I actually got the tickets for free. Well we were having say <laughs>
0: last year <clears throat> a cool one sixty-five for free. <laughs> uh,
2: well, no, with, with, with me and the wife, you know.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good point. That's like one one twenty-one thirty. I did it. Basic math. One thirty-two
2: thirty. Keep going.
0: 3.30. There you go, there buddy. You nailed oh. it. Ah. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. I Elyria education coming through.
2: Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, while we were going through this, because that's... You know, not necessarily out of my price range, but when you, you when you're doing stuff like that, it's kind of a pick and choose. You know, that is a price a pricey ticket for a lot of people. But when we were in this event last year, we we're like, we're doing this next year. It, the the cut. This is something that we're gonna invest in. Okay. It is so it is so worth it. Such a great date night, and even if you're flying solo, it's it, it's gonna be an amazing event. Okay. So you can get tickets at cptonline.org. Or All right. Call call. Uh, Cleveland Public Theater, which I probably should have wrote that number
0: down, but um, uh, Google it. Yeah, Google it. Yeah, awesome, man. Something, Something borrowed.
1: So, welcome to Something Borrowed. Uh, this section again is kind of a wild card, right? So, um, I actually want to say thank you last time to Eric uh, because he let me promote the summer camp that I was uh, <laughs> that I was putting together. And uh, it was actually a great success, but Eric is such a great, just wonderful man. He's helping me out now with another item I have going on. He's actually going to one of the schools uh, that I have a partnership with. You want to tell him a little bit about what you're doing?
0: Yeah, sure. Um, so I guess, actually, maybe even before I go into that, okay. do you want to sort of explain what your organization does with the school typically?
1: Yeah, so I, like I said, I, I work for a community development I have partnerships with these neighborhood schools within uh, that, that neighborhood. Uh, this school in particular, I've had a pretty good relationship with one of the teachers, Mr. Ramage. Right. Uh, he, you know, he's, he's reached out multiple times, and we actually were talking over the summer. Uh, one of the things he wants to do is actually build out a social media class, and I said, hey – I know someone.
0: I know. I guy. happen to I know a, a, guy. Guy. I a guy. I know a guy? Yeah. So I reached out to Eric. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, no, it was actually it was really cool. I was um I guess where I was I was at work. I was somewhere when you reached out and sort of asked about this. And so it's with the uh, the Facing History New Tech High School in Old Brooklyn. And um you know, what's kind of cool about the school is like I honestly didn't know Anything about new tech high schools in general? Like I went in kind of ignorant to the Mm -hmm. fact that new tech is a type of school, so that was something that I actually learned. Where it's a sort of, I guess, a technology-focused school and curriculum. Um, It's something that developed in California. Was what Mr. Ramage had told me was my Napa Valley. Thank you, Napa Valley specifically. (laughs) There it is, and uh, it's it's almost like a Montessori type of approach was sort of my understanding where it was project based and project learning. Um, but again, I could be speaking a little bit off key, but that was sort of the takeaway that I took from it. Perhaps I don't know if you want to elaborate a little bit more.
2: You are, I want to elaborate that, that you are just, it's, it's okay. You've got the basics,
0: but, um, the basics level, the, the basic level understanding that's the non-education guy coming into this. So it is
2: project-based learning or, or problem-based learning depending on the new tech school that you go to. It is one-to-one technology to student. Um, okay. And, but there is instruction off of the computer. The, the main problem that when people think about new tech schools, they think it's online school. Mm-hmm. It is not online school. Right. So no. it, is, it is all group work. Uh, there's a lot of work with agency in the kids. Right. Right. Um, They're actually graded on collaboration um as as one of their points
0: yeah so it's anyways it's like exact, exactly like joey was saying like i did not put that so eloquently but it was a really interesting time speaking with dr dr ramage and dr ramage mr ramage mr ramage. Mr. Ramage. mr i'm in like the college mode here mr ramage and um what so anyways he's starting this new class in in this um facing history new tech high school and it's all based around social media And sort of this facing history part of it, that part of the name. So you have the new tech with the technology and the facing history is sort of like a social justice element that's mixed in with this as well. And what he's trying to do is teach his kids how to sort of share stories on social media and to be able to do that in a way that is beneficial and also sort of socially acceptable where they're not overstepping their bounds or the lines in any way and being able to do that type of work. Responsibly. And so Carlos had asked for me to sort of help out. And just a quick background about me I actually used to manage the social media for the Cleveland Metro Parks. Um, I currently manage the social media for East 4th Street in the uptown neighborhoods. It's sort of something that I do um, on, on the side here, sort of some consulting work. So it sort of fits really well within my line here. And what I'm excited about is that what we're doing in this classroom with him is that the students are actually going to be handling all of the social media for this school. So the school is going to be mm-hmm. taking a backseat. They're not going to be promoting themselves at all online. And they're essentially going to be allowing the students to do this for them, which is a huge degree of trust that this school is placing in the students. But I think it also speaks to how awesome this type of program really is, that they are willing to provide that type of responsibility to their students because that's – that in and of itself is a type of education that they're not going to get anywhere where they are responsible for a brand and literally could just destroy the reputation of this school with a, you know a stroke of a mouse click type yeah, of thing. Yeah, this is extremely rare for any
1: school in CMSC. So you got to give a lot of credit to Principal Angola cuz this man honestly trusts his staff and more importantly trusts his students yeah. to to really, you know, push them forward.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So what's cool, you know, and so I'm going to be sort of serving as like they call it like the class consultant. I'm going to come in every other week and sort of just do like a quick lesson for the students, either about personal responsibility on social media or building a brand on social media or different types of platforms and how to message appropriately. And sort of my personal goal with this is that, you know, I want to take what the students do on a daily basis on their own for personal, Mm -hmm. where they love sort of being on Instagram or Snapchat or whatever, you know, platform they feel most comfortable with, but providing them with usable skills in the end that they can actually take to the workforce in some capacity so that's what I'm hoping
2: are, are the students not on face page anymore or Facebook they're
0: they actually on my friends I don't know if you bought that my friends and then um, and then um, what's the other one Facebook space. Yeah, space yeah Facebook. the tweeter the tweeter yeah they're on the tweeter okay. they, they do the tweets and the everything else I think you just got a tweeter right now hmm. yeah hmm. yeah so anyways that's something borrowed Oh, yeah, so that is something to borrow. However, if you want to get more information about this program, you can go to ClevelandMetroSchools.org slash F-H-N-T. ClevelandMetroSchools.org slash F-H-N-T. And you can follow all the work that these students are going to be doing uh, throughout the year. Something good. Oh, I'm doing this? Yeah, you're doing this. Oh, okay. You brought the beer. That's
2: fine. Apparently, this is this. This is something brewed. And uh, we had one that was set out when I came in, but I was uh, slightly confused, uh, which is
0: not Ooh. new. So what are we drinking? Uh, this
2: is Sibling Revelry. what have you revelry. already drank? No. Yeah, I've, I've, I've already drank my Sibling Revelry Brewing, which is out of Westlake. It is their Lavender Wit, uh, which was, I believe, this is this just came out in cans over the summer, I think, uh, late May. And, uh, so, uh, you got, uh, you know, lavender and coriander and orange peel. Um, but it's not like a lot of other floral beers really overpowering. So there is a hint of lavender, but it tastes more like a wit than anything. So quick story when, uh, my wife is somewhat lavender obsessed. And uh,
0: somewhat, you care to elaborate? Like, yeah, is your yeah. house smelling of lavender all the time? Actually, it does. Your house is pretty pleasant smelling. For as
2: many as many dogs and cats as we have. I'm on... mostly
0: just speaking about you, but that's fine. Yeah. I was your roommate. You yeah. smell awful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that was a long, long time ago, sir. I was in a different time and place. Well,
0: Falk stays with people, but continues. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh... <laughs> Yeah,
2: that was uh, okay. Deserved. <laughs> um, so,
0: got gotcha you now. Ah, no.
2: When this beer when this beer came out, um, Shannon was pregnant, so she couldn't enjoy it. And then, uh, so
0: she loved it,
2: <laughs> right? Um, but it, when it just came out and they started canning it, um, we tried multiple occasions to go and get the cans at sibling, Re- sibling revelry, but they were out. And then they said, well, here are the stores. You can go check to see if they're there. We, we shipped here and there and in these dates. And uh, I went to four or five different locations, and they were all gone. Like, like that. Um, so when we finally did get uh, in touch and were able to acquire some, I, I bought a case. Now, I don't necessarily uh, – I don't love the beer myself.
0: Um, <laughs> My wife loves it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So um, – Mm-hmm. It, it's a good beer. It's a good beer it's it's not one that I'm gonna reach for first in the fridge uh, just because it's not necessarily my style but if you uh, if I, you like lavender or you like wit uh, there is gonna this is this is a good beer for you.
0: Um, I'm actually I know <clears> it's called the lavender wit, but i'm I'm gonna put it out there. I think I taste the coriander and the orange more than I taste the lavender personally. Yeah, that's what. I get a lot of that coriander and orange because I'm not. That's, I, yeah, I'm tasting it. I'll that. tell you, I, when you first told me what you brought, I thought I was going to hate this beer yeah. because I do not like florals in any way. And this one actually, I think, tastes pretty darn good. Like, I, I'm pleasantly surprised with the flavor of this. It's something new and interesting that I have never tried before.
1: So I like it. it. It's smooth. It's not exactly my style, but hey, I, hey, if you hand it to me, if you hand
0: it to me, I'm definitely going to. So All right, so this. your boy Carlos LaBoy, thumbs up, thumbs down, thumbs up, thumbs up, yeah, just Joey, thumbs up, Eric Barnett, thumbs up,
2: yeah. And uh, if you uh, you can you can find it at uh, Sibling Revelry in Westlake, Ohio, on Clemens Road two nine three zero five, or uh, you can find more information at Sibling Revelry. Dot com.
0: Revelry, yes. Yeah. yes. R- Sib-
2: R- Reveling. R- revelry. Revelry.
1: And yep. just kind of fun fact, they actually, they were pretty much our beer all summer for our summer cinemas and all that at my job. So, like, I love these guys. These that's guys are good. amazing. I thought
0: you were getting ready to say, like, for summer school or something along the yeah. <laughs> Summer was our beer for That school. was
2: my
1: official beer during <laughs> summer school. <laughs> the official beer of frustrated teachers everywhere. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> something Revelry. Awesome. All right. Well, that's something brewed. All right, everyone. So I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, thank you for spending some time with us on the Welcome to the Lamb podcast. If you want some more information, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or you can go to welcometothelandpodcast.com. We have a face page? Yes, we have a face page. Great. We have Facebook and a, and a tweeter. <laughs> and an Insta chat. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray. Hooray. We're so cool. Yeah, we're not really, but thanks for listening. Bye.